there's this thing that's been going on in America, but um, a lot of people are talking about, you know, why we are so angry as African-Americans. They're talking about, you know, we don't understand why you're burning stores and why you you can't peacefully protest. And we don't understand why you're so angry. And there are so many videos out there and so many posts and so many different things of the explanation why. And honestly, I think everyone needs to go listen to what Trevor Noah had to say because he gave, he gave a very good example and understanding, breakdown and understanding of why, you know, the looting has happened. But the thing that people don't touch on is what it's like to live in America every day as a black man, as this shit goes on, as you watch your brothers be slain by the people who you're supposed to call if someone breaks into your house or the person you're supposed to call if you're being followed home, someone who's supposed to protect your family and protect you and your rights. And you watch countlessly as your brothers and your sisters die at the hands of these people. And what people fail to realize is the reason why the anger is directed so much at police is because that is the profession that these cowards hide in. So you watch as George Floyd loses his life on camera. And then we as black men are supposed to just feel like, okay, you know, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the store because yeah, I got to go grocery shopping. This man was at a grocery store paying for his food. Can we go to the grocery store? Can we go to the gas station? Are we allowed to go to the gym? Do you want segregation again? If you as a human being feel as though that your first response is, I'm scared for the police, you have, you are part of the problem. It's not the police. It is the mindset and the mentality that white America has and has placed and perceived and consistently over years and decades brainwashed into other ethnicities, including African-Americans, this image that we are animals, thugs, less than, will never be as smart as. So to counteract that, our parents, grandparents, anyone of the older generation, I don't know what the fuck happened with our newer generation. They, they I got a whole new message for y'all later. But our parents and our grandparents combated that with, we need to be three times smarter than you. We need to outthink you. We need to have our own. We need to stick together. No matter what fucked up shit our people will do to each other, we need to stick together because the one thing that we will unite over is you will not and you will never come into a project with KKK hoods. You won't do that. We will all unite against the fact that our lives do matter to each other. Whether you guys think that 
we're out here killing each other or not. You know what? At the end of the day, some of these young directionless boys, they are out here lost, pulling guns, trying to show that they are bigger than. And then they look at men like me because I'm comfortable with who I am and my voice is not as deep as theirs. My swag isn't to wear my pants below my ass and show my boxers. I'm not a man to them. We as the black community got our own issues that we have to deal with, but that's not what this is about. This is about that we have children. We're raising sons and daughters. And the only thing that we are good for, for according to white America, is labor and sex. Slavery ain't go nowhere. Where did it go? Rewind 90 years and what were you doing to us then? Labor and sex. And here we are now. We work for you at lower hourly rates and salary rates. Our culture is so appeasing to you that you rename it and assume it into your own. The image of you having boxer braids is cute, whereas any black person wearing cornrows is a miscreant. How? White America, Caucasians, Europeans, you are not the greatest discoverers of Earth. And that is the, the most truthful thing about your culture. You stole everything and continue to steal it. Outsource jobs outside of the country instead of giving jobs to the homeless people walking around. The veterans that come back and have no place to go. There is a form of systematic slavery here. And it is the saddest thing on earth because you expect us to send letters, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, emails, stand in silence to show you that we matter. And in all actuality to what? I can't put a percentile on it because I'm not psychic. I'm not God. I don't know your hearts. I don't know your minds and your souls. I only know what is given and what is shown. And the saddest part is to most of you, we're lining up in a row. You could end us all because we just lined up for you. We're monkeys. Niggers. And the first thing that you say to counteract your thought process or to, to defend your thought process is, well, black people call black people niggers all the time. In a world where you are held down and demeaned physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, you try to find and make the good out of something and the only good thing that we could make out of all the bad that came and still comes from the oppression is you my nigga 
At the end of the day, if I call you my nigga, I'm going to ride for you and I'm going to die for you. And there's nothing anybody will do to you while I am there that I will allow. They'll have to go through you through me. You don't understand what it is to call somebody my nigga. You don't understand the emotional and connection that comes with that. So no, you can't say it. No, you can't judge it. You can't judge the use of it. You can't judge what we do to have to survive because the education I received in high school was damn near middle school when I moved to North Carolina and realized what they learned here. These kids are going out of the country because of the life that the system has set up for your parents, all because what, your skin color? Do your history. You guys didn't even know how to take a bath and bathe and wash your skin before a black woman and black man showed you how. We are on a precipice where if you, as a culture, as white America, do not hold your people responsible for the hatred that they allow. Every single cop that watched what happened is guilty. The same way you would pull over a car with black boys, four of them are in the car and you find a gram or two grams of marijuana and they all catch the drug charge. It's the same way all of those police officers need to catch the murder charge. Because they watched an innocent bystander, they watched an innocent man die. The rules of society is you are innocent until proven guilty. That is the law. Not guilty until proven innocent. But because we're black, that's us. We're guilty because of our skin color. The thing we stood in line for in heaven and said, God, I want to be this. Because when I go into this world, they are going to hate me and crucify me. We are going to be capable of so many things and we achieve so many things, temples, pyramids, the actual layout and design of a structural society. Arts. We had a slave system too. And it was unfair and it was wrong in certain parts of our country. We as black people are tired of walking outside and not knowing if the white person at the light is going to pull out a gun and shoot us. Because he just watched his brother in arms with a badge do it without any problem. That man went home to his wife at the end of that day. And she supported him. Like any good wife would do. And I bet you they consider themselves good Christians. But what she fails to realize is when your husband walked in that door and you supported him in murdering one of God's other children, 
you tarnished your soul then and there. That man didn't turn himself in. He didn't feel like what he did was wrong. That is the problem.